Welcome to Fuji Love. This is the show that is all about the Fujifilm X-Series and GFX cameras, but more importantly, it's about the photographers who love to use them. I'm Mark Sadowski, and this show is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, whether it's news, interviews, and so much more, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And now, on with the show. Joining me this week is a fantastic photographer from Tel Aviv, Michael Gorvoko. How are you doing, man? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. Thank you very much. How are you both you? <laughs> I am doing super awesome. Um, <laughs> Michael is a, an amazing photographer. Um, your work, uh, we, we, we ran into each other through uh, Facebook where we would usually like the same uh, images uh, across Fuji loves uh, many uh, channels and yeah. uh, I, I saw your work and man, it is, it is a, an amazing uh, portfolio. And um, I am super happy to have you on the show to talk about it. Wow. Thanks a lot. It's really means the world for me, actually. Like I, literally cannot imagine that I'm here on you with you on this show. Actually, also sorry for my English. It's not perfect, maybe. No, you're very good. <laughs> Thanks for that. But still, you know, most of your guests are still, I think, are from the US or from Europe. So uh, they, pra they practice more, let's say, that way. Um, so I'm sorry for my stumbling if I will be stopping here and there thinking about the best words and stuff like that. Um, I... <laughs> I've been speaking it my whole life, and I, I stutter probably more, <laughs> more than the average person. So, um, I see. So, yeah, it's really exciting for me. And, wow, well, we had so so many exciting, great uh, guests on the show, like Kai McDougall just a week ago, I think, or something like that, Joe Allen, Kevin Mullins, John Branch IV, Valerie Jordan. Like, wow, so many cool guests. I can't believe that I'm with them on the same show, really. I was listening to your podcast, Fuji Love, already since the COVID times. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was it's hard to imagine for... that that's been uh, already a few years. Yeah, it's, times, time flies. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I was just searching for some podcast about photography and about Fuji, and this is the perfect mix. So this is a great way to segue into into your work because while you mentioned uh, those other photographers, but you know what, your photography uh, will hold up to them. Uh, you you are a very talented uh, photographer. Your, your your portrait work is really a lot of fun. Uh, it, it, it you are very talented in bringing out that natural. Uh, charm in a person uh, while you're, you know, while you're taking a, a, a photo of them. So it makes that that, that portrait quality uh, a lot more uh, genuine in my point of view. Thanks, um, Mark. So, Thank you very much. But before we continue with, with the interview, tell the world where they could find you on the web 
your website and your Instagram so that they can follow along uh, and yeah. see your photo at, at the same time. Sure, of course. Um, um, my website is actually right now is uh, I'm just finishing it. So I think when the podcast will be out, it will be already ready. It's michaelgoorco.com. Pretty easy. Um, yep. Same as my Instagram. It's michaelgoorco. Just between Michael and Goorco, I just need to put the the lower case and uh, um, the lower line. And that's it. The underscore. Michael yeah. underscore Goorco. Yeah, exactly. Like this is my main uh, social networks. Sometimes I post here and there on Facebook. Mostly on Fuji groups like Fuji Love and stuff like that, and uh, also I have a Behance, which I'm also like trying to see how it goes to put some work out there as well. Yeah. So, what do you? How how do you see yourself as a photographer? Um, like, like, do you feel that you're more like a street photographer, portrait photographer, uh, or are you at that moment undecided with? The, the, the style uh, and mm-hmm. approach. I see. Um, I would say I am a photographer, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I like photography. You don't have to make only one style of work. Yes. Or only shoot portraits or only on the street itself as well. Um, I like to mix, actually. I really like it. Because I like my uh, to do a portrait sessions, I like to do lifestyle photo shoots, and to make the photos look genuine and not like a robot model just standing in front of you and you are just controlling her or him. I yes. like I like these genuine moments uh, between the scenes, these small smiles and stuff like that, and I think it's really really cool. Uh, vibe from these photos you can get and also like street photography as well because it's like yo, I'm, I'm always on the streets like if I'm going even I don't know for a photo shoot I'm with my camera so it's also a good warm up <laughs> before yes. the photo shoot for example um, and it's different and I really like to catch these small moments because um, it's like sometimes when I'm without a camera I'm just going I'm also trying like to imagine. Oh, this could be a great photo. I this I can I can shoot that and this and that. But uh, it's the, photo, the 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 camera helps me like to to be more focused on the daily life. I think as well because uh, you're like, oh yeah, I can I can make a picture of that and here as well. Like you're, you're searching for these moments, um. So it changes something uh, in your mind as well because like when I started photography. I started like making only like let's say I started like around eight nine years ago something like that when I moved to Tel Aviv Israel where I'm living right now yeah. I moved from uh, Minsk Belarus and uh, where my parents are still living um, so I was like using my iPhone 3G I think something like that super old but okay for yeah. that times um, and yeah. just you know shooting the the streets the landscapes. And the beach and stuff like that, just to show them what I'm experiencing here, just to share the moments without uh, really thinking about composition and if it's beautiful or not, if it's a sunset or if it's like 2 p.m. and you don't see anything from the image. 
Um, mm-hmm. So just started like that, and then I started to 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 search how to make the photos looking better. And it was like inspiring. It inspired me really. Like I was looking for some works from other photographers on the websites in the in, in Instagram as well, of course. And it was inspiring me a lot. So I started to make a better composition from my architecture work and landscape works. And here and there, it was coming closer to street photography, putting a little bit of people here and there. But I still was pretty shy. Um, yeah, I'm also an introvert, so like it's it's not easy for me like to make a contact with a person, or you know I was really nervous if someone was seeing me making a picture of them. I didn't know how to react and what to say. Even I was trying to smile, you know, like hey, but it was really yeah. really weird. Um, I know that and, feeling, man. Yeah, but but then. I started like also learning about street photography from YouTube and Instagram as well, etc. Like going through a lot of podcasts, a lot of interviews with photographers and street photographers as well, like like Joe Greer and uh, big names like that. And uh, it really helps. Like everyone is feeling these weird moments. It's just very important to react, like. You know what you're doing, smiling, be positive, etc. And most of the times you'll get uh, positive vibes to you, to you as well. So uh, it helped me a lot. And in these moments, I also incorporate more and more portraits of my friends. And I started feeling like these moments I like more as well. So I just said to myself during the COVID times, actually, like, okay, let's try Let's try to make more portraits and see how it goes. So I tried photographing yeah. my friends and stuff. So what in in uh, your area of the world? What was it like during those times? Because everybody experienced the that that kind of uh, block of time very differently, and uh, in in a lot of places it, it was. Um, the, the world hadn't changed all that much, uh, whereas other locations, things were very heavily regulated and heavily Yeah, controlled. Yeah, it was, it was, was crazy. Like it was really crazy. Um, I almost can't stop myself to say the, the word with, 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 which is starting from F. Really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say that way like when it started I was working in a hospitality business in the hotel management Yeah. so I was always with guests with tourists and stuff like that and like it was crazy because like everything was shutting down like already in March so yep. we were like staying at home with my girlfriend uh, for like already a month month and a half and there was like even like a limits how long you can go out from your house. It was like up to 500 meters. Then it was like up to 100 meters that you go out from your house, like for shopping, for groceries and stuff like that. And yeah. if you were working in a hospital or some place that you have to go to work even this period of time, you had to get like sort of a confirmation from your work that you're working there and things like that. So it's like 
it was pretty crazy. Um, the the country was giving some some sort of help and um, to the citizens, but it was like not the same uh, money as like regular salary. So it was pretty tough as well for us, like keep uh, staying in our flat and things like that. So it was really crazy. Um, so and then you know it was going back and back and forth. Like there were periods when the restrictions were like not so not so bad, so we can go out, but just put a mask, and then they are putting me back to a quarantine. Uh, I twice tw- I got twice uh, the COVID as well. Oh wow! Yeah, my girlfriend also get... I think got twice. Um, was it severe or was it? Uh... It was okay. Let's say that way. Like first two or three days are crazy, but like with high temperature and we like. You almost can't move, but yeah. after that, it's like almost like a, nothing too special. Like after three days or two days, it was like you just feeling like without energy, a little bit of headache. But like it wasn't that bad. Let's say that, like for, at least for us, you know. Um, yeah, at least like that. And uh, now the restrictions are like lower it as much as it, it can be possible, I think. You don't have to wear a mask at all, even like in a public transport. Um, so, yeah, now it feels amazing. Like, this, the, the city is coming back to, like, to, the, to the authentic vibes, I would say. Has it come back like 100% or you're like about 80% there? Um, as far as like, life goes. I think it's it's not one hundred percent still. Like there are some tourists here and there already, but it's still like not the same vibe. I think we were actually in uh, Spain, in Barcelona, in in Madrid like two weeks ago, and he, and there we saw much more tourists already. Like, yeah. In cities. So yeah, it was feeling like before COVID uh, period even I would say. But 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 there you you still have to wear a mask in public transport. Which is weird <laughs> when you see this kind of you know, hundreds of people here and there. But again, like d- different rules for di- different countries. It, totally, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing. Um, so, with, with your um, with your street photography life, your uh, portraiture work, um, what what are you shooting with? Uh, what 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 is your camera or cameras of choice <laughs> sure and uh, well actually my camera of choice it's my first fuji i i actually purchased it i think in the beginning of covid when i was like locked down at home was sick with covid and for my birthday i said yala okay yala means like uh, let's do it in hebrew and <laughs> so yeah I, I just say it like everyone knows what is yala it's uh, sorry <laughs> So um, uh, I bought a Fujifilm X-T2. I said, okay, let's try. If it won't go too good, maybe I will sell it. I don't know. I was not sure if I would like it and stuff like that. Because before that, I was shooting mainly on my iPhone. Yeah. Um, So it's totally different experience when I bought the camera. The X-T2 is a 23mm lens f2. Nice. Um, yeah, it was like a combination game changer for me. 
I was just going on the streets and shooting friends here and there between the quarantines when it was possible or just going to the beach like at 5 or 6 a.m. and just shooting the beach itself, the landscape. And wow, I really enjoyed this camera. It's still my camera right now as well. Um, I'm using 23F2 mainly. This is my main lens for now, uh, still. I really love the, the 35 millimeter equivalent point of view. Um, I also have 35 1.4 from Fuji, the, the bokeh monster. <laughs> <laughs> the bokeh monster. Yeah. I use that sometimes. That's, that's actually a, a good way to put it. It's a very nice lens as well, especially for portraits, I think. Um, oh, but, wait till uh, you try the 33. Yeah, but uh, it's a 50 millimeter uh, field of view. And I don't know, like I can use it here and there, but I just can't keep this lens on my camera for everyday shooting, you know. Um, for some specific locations, it's great. But mainly the 35 millimeter uh, point of view, it, this is like, the vibe, how I feel, how I see the compositions and stuff. So it's uh, this is my the best one, I think. Um, and also I have a 50 millimeter lens from uh, Titi Artisan. Um, yeah. It's 50 millimeter 1.2. They sent it to me like half a year ago or something like that to test it out. I was like, wow. Great presents, first of all. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a manual lens, so it's different experiences as well. Um, it's also nice for portraits here and there, but it's like in a full frame equivalent, it's also like approximately 80 millimeters, I think, which is after using that, I, I understood it's, it's too much for me as well. <laughs> yeah. So, like the 23 millimeter F2, it's my main one. And now I'm thinking to test it out. Or the 23mm f1.4, the WR, the new version. Or the 18mm 1.4 as well, WAR. To try it out, both of them, and uh, add one of them to my uh, list as well. I ended up falling in love with that 18mm. Um, that is a very good lens. It's... Uh, it's a lot of fun. It brings in a lot of detail um, without doing that distortion. So it, it's it's probably the widest uh, wide angle you could get without uh, distorting any kind of uh, people within the photo. Wow, sounds uh, great. Because yeah, I was thinking to use this this lens or the 23 1.4 also for portrait and lifestyle. So yeah, the distortion actually it's an important factor for me. Yeah, I think you have fun with that, especially yeah. with your uh, um, when you mentioned the being on the beach early. Um, your landscape work is uh, is really colorful and fun. I, I love the. It always, this is a shot that I absolutely love, regardless of who takes these photos. Like, and I, I think it's only really doable in the Mediterranean, uh, where <laughs> you have those lines and lines of chairs and umbrellas on the scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, 
such an iconic shot for to to kind of denote an area uh and it's someplace i've never been but always when i see those it's it's immediately just gives me that 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 relaxing feeling and just want to go there right away yeah for sure yeah sometimes you forget it's so it's so iconic when you are here and yeah you're totally right and i totally suggest you to try one day to to feel Tel Aviv as well it's amazing city yeah it's on my list (laughs) (laughs) so many places to go to um (laughs) With um, so with the, this this uh, you, you know the passion for photography, um, prior to the iPhone, what, did you have any inkling that you would love photography this much, or like like where where did everything start with 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 the photography? What was it truly with the iPhone? I think, yeah, it was actually with the iPhone when I was like just sharing pictures with my friends and stuff and then then seeing some compositions of like interesting architectural buildings and like landscapes in the city or on the beach. I think it started there because in this moment I, I, I started to feel something when I was showing these photos to my friends, to my close friends and family and getting some feedback as well. Um, I started to to understand that I can share something with with this world, to share my view of this world and what I see, and to show something unique. And in the end of the day, it's like to to keep after me something in this world as well, some sort of art. With, with with the iPhone, did did it truly start from there? And remind me again, which, which iPhone? Did you did hooked you onto that photography feeling? Well, yeah, it sort of started from the iPhone with iPhone three when it was like, iPhone three. Okay, yeah, it was like 2012 or something like that. It was like long time ago already. Um, you know, it started there. I would say I didn't feel that I have like sort of passion to photography yet, but it started there. And then but that's I was when, using, that's. That's when the iPhone. So I, I can't fault you for that. Before, like, or I'm not that faulting you or anything. But like, that's that's about when the camera on the iPhone started to be good. Like, it was, it was one of those moments where the 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 quality that you're seeing on such a gorgeous screen at the time, like like that. That that's a great feeling that to to capture something good. Uh, yeah, that, that, there was nothing like that back in the day. Yeah, I think it changed something maybe, but it still wasn't that that great. But after this iPhone, I had other phones also with Android and stuff. And after I came back, now I'm I was using the iPhone 11 before Fuji, still using it. Uh, so yeah, it was a great experience. But after using a proper camera, it's actually after I bought the Fuji, I almost don't use my iPhone as a camera. Sometimes yeah. I'm here and there making some selfie, some sort of small video or like backstage from the photoshoot even. 
but this is the the main the main uh, aspects of this camera which are using the iPhone right now because like the rest of the images are feeling for me a bit too HDR or something like that I would say I know um, exactly that especially feeling, yeah. when you especially when you're shooting people it's like looking a bit weird to me and I don't yeah. like this kind of HDR effect all the time. So I either I need to re-edit the image even more <laughs> from the phone, or I can already shoot from a, with my camera, which I enjoy much more all the experience. And what was it about the Fuji system that drew you in? Uh, with so many choices out there, um, what was it about that xt2 that that uh sold it for you sure um well i was asking my friends photographers what they would suggest me as well and i was also researching the market you know with loads of youtube videos comparisons uh, reviews of cameras explaining what it is mirrorless what is the difference from this and not even <laughs> <laughs> things like that yeah i didn't really understand it in the beginning i was like what what is going on like too many options <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um and after that i was like uh, asking my friends what are they using what they would suggest for like one of the first cameras and one of my friends uh had a Fuji X-T2 actually with uh, this lens F2, 23 F2. And I tried it out for like a short portrait for photo shoot. And I was like, okay, that's nice. I really like the colors. I like the weight of the camera, how it feels in the hand. And uh, the EVF is amazing. Um, so I was, I was like, wow, great feeling. Maybe I'll take this camera even. And then, then I started even more searching on the web. And what drove me to Fuji were a few factors. First one is like how it looks. It can it can sound stupid, but uh, I think it's an important factor. If you oh, like yeah, uh, if you like uh, your camera, how it looks, how it operates as well, of course, it will drive you more to use it more frequently. And if you have like a huge, I don't know. Let's say my, one of my friends, one of my best friends, have a, has an Nikon, an Icon a DSLR. Um, great camera. I really like the images that he's taking. And he's a strict photographer with huge camera, with huge lens, etc. He's fine with that. No problem. But for me, it looks a bit ugly, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's too big as well. And I, I understood that I want something pretty compact. And also, which will be looking nice. It's really important to me. Um, I think aesthetically, um, maybe only Leica can be better than Fuji or something like that. But it's like it's it has some similar aesthetics, I would say. Um, but That's it's of like, course it's so pricey that I couldn't even think about it that way right uh, <laughs> at the time. Now as well, actually. And so yeah, I said okay, Fuji. But it also it's it was pretty tough. I had like a list of like I think four or five cameras um to to choose from them maybe to try out like X100F or V or something like that but then it's only a camera with one lens and you cannot change it maybe yeah. it's an X, X Pro camera 
but it was like more expensive and I didn't know if I would like it. So maybe I don't need it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> XT, like maybe there is also XH1, like lots of cameras. So when I tried physically the XT2, I said, okay, it feels great for me. So let's start from there and we'll see how it goes. And actually, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Like the ergonomics of the camera, the size of it. Uh, I was thinking also about XT30 or 20, which is like a bit more compact even. Yeah. But I didn't really like it because like you have, when you have a lens on the camera, even the 23 F2 or 35 1.4, or even if it's like a zoom lens, then like all the balance of the weight is going to the lens itself. I don't feel it's very useful or comfortable as well. So yeah, I really enjoying this XT2. For me, it's the grip for the smaller cameras. Um, yeah, I maybe a, the grip um, make the difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although now with the XE4, um, that camera, the way it's made, uh, I I could use that without any kind of like L bracket or anything <laughs> like that. I usually every Fuji camera I get gets a L bracket just because of that need for an extra grip, uh, that, that little bit of extra comfort, because I've always felt that they were, uh, ever so on the smaller side. Uh, but now with the, the, the latest versions, uh, they, they've actually increased the size and the, the, the grip has been something that they've always improved on. And it's been great ever since. That is great. Well, I have a pretty like medium or even a bit small hands, so that is fine for me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'll still always put an L bracket on that just just for that extra show. <laughs> oh, and also one of uh, one of the factors also was like the image quality and the colors why I chose Fuji, um, especially with the JPEGs. I mean, yeah. mostly, of course, I use rolls if I'm getting like a livestock photo shoot or a portrait session. If it's all, of course, if it's like a paid work. But let's say if I'm just shooting my everyday lives, my friends, um, home stuff, my cats, my girlfriend. So usually I just keep the JPEGs and rolls just like as a backup. But uh, yeah, the JPEGs are amazing. You have so many film simulations. You have Fuji Weekly, where you can play with all those simulations yes. even more. Do you uh, have a favorite? I, yeah, I have a few favorites. Um, I have a favorite. One of them is like a Portra 400, which is from uh, Fuji Weekly, when you're usually yep. playing with like a um, uh, classic Chrome yes. and uh, just tweaking that. Um, sometimes I'm using like sort of same simulation, but with pro negative high as well. It's giving a bit different look, yep. um, a bit more classic, I would say. Um, so yeah, these are two of my favorites. I like the black and ones as well, like the acros and things like that. And it's really amazing that you can play with those simulations and like to keep the photos as it is and it looks beautiful. Because on the rest of the other cameras, the JPEGs are looking like, I don't know, not nice at all. You don't want to use them. You don't want to post them as a story or to send them to a friend. It like looks unedited, I would say, usually. 
And yeah. here it looks amazing. Really like some sort of vintage film vibes in most of them, which is great. It's uh, it's such it's such a great variety, and yeah, yeah. I remember you you like the nostalgic negative, right? Something like that. Yes. Oh my goodness. That, <laughs> now that all right. So my my love of that has is I I think it's gone on into uh, obsession. Uh, <laughs> I I, I got to stop. Because I'm going to start getting into conspiracy theories uh, with with the the XH two and the two S. Both of those cameras have the nostalgic neg uh, film simulation, and nice. now that it's able to be in the 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 the, the Fuji X series cameras, not just yeah. the GFX. Yeah, uh, finally it made that leap. <laughs> so, why can't they retroactively make it for the XT4 or the XT3? And um, totally, yeah. totally, yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna get in my head. What you know? I want more firmware updates, and uh, I just gotta, I just gotta accept it that they, they they're not doing that anymore. They're not sharing the icing on the cake anymore. Yeah, we need to make a petition about that. <laughs> <laughs> in some respects I, I get that somewhere some like hardware could be an issue software could be an issue like limitations but i don't know how much of that is marketing speaking or how much i just don't know who to believe anymore <laughs> yeah yeah everybody good, has yeah, such a convincing argument that's for sure um, yeah but, but yeah, uh, I saw some images with this uh, simulation. It looks really nostalgic. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yes, um, it's an amazing film sim, and and I am, I've got to imagine that they're just going to keep making cooler ones for, um, for the next line of cameras. I would uh, love to see more. Um, uh, film simulations for video. Mm, I see. I think that's probably where they're going to have to go next. They've done so much already for uh, stills cameras. Um, yeah. Eterna is a great profile for yeah. uh, for for the the video side. Um, they, they've got to make another one. That that would, that would like it's something like a classic Chrome for. Video mm-hmm. would be nice. Good idea. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's just not going to be backwards compatible. Uh, you know, by the time I buy the XT5, <laughs> it's only going to be available for the XT6 or the X, uh, <laughs> XH3 or something like that. So it's like, oh, sorry, Mark, you just missed it. <laughs> yeah. We need to get you into the new camera. <laughs> it's, it's just just such a such a tease it, it, it is it is the weirdest thing just to have something something so little be such an attraction yeah uh, <laughs> and, and people who use nikon or canon just just don't understand the, the yeah the, they don't get it for yeah, this okay. jpeg <laughs> yeah why do you use jpeg at all <laughs> 
it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a funny predicament. Um, so, do you see yourself as a a, a career photographer? Like, what, what what is your career now? You mentioned that you were in hospitalities. Are you still? Uh, in that, um, and you mentioned that you're already getting paid work as a photographer. Um, where do you see yourself in a few years? Well, now I already working at uh, WeWork, like a working space company, for like a year and a half as yep. an uh, operations manager. Totally different from photography, but a bit, <laughs> similar, a bit a bit similar to the hospitality business. I would say you still need yeah. to get your guests or members of the building in a good vibe to enjoy their daily life and uh, to operate also all the all the rest of the things that everything is working perfectly um, and etc so this is what i do it's a office job right now like from sunday to thursday and i'm mixing that with photography like half a year ago i think i opened up my business like officially in the municipality as a small business. Um, So I pay taxes and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) That's so awesome. (laughs) Oh yeah. Believe me or not in Israel, it's, it's crazy how much taxes you need to pay for everything. Wow. It's like, I think this is the maximum. Um, But uh, anyway, it's like, you have to do that. And, um, so now I'm getting a paid work here and there, um, mainly for like portrait photo shoots and some lifestyle works as well. Um, just like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that, I, I had an amazing opportunity to work with one uh, headphone company. Um, I, think, I think I can't say already the name. It's called Edifier. It's like sort of some Asian company, small uh, headphones company, which they just like, send me an email, hey, would love to work with you and to send you like a new model of our headphones for like a live oh, photo shoot. Cool. Yeah, I already sent them the, the photos, etc. And they really loved it. It was so amazing. It was so like exciting to me as well. And this is kind of works I really want to get more and more. Yeah. Um. So let's say eventually, yeah, I want to be full-time photographer. But this kind of uh, move need to be made smoothly, I think, for me. Because um, I, I made some uh, also headshot works at WeWork, like for some companies which, which are sitting there. and yes. need some uh, LinkedIn photos and things like that. It's also a great income, etc. But when I tried it, I just understood that it's not for me. It's not so creative as well for me. So I don't get this of uh, this feeling of fulfillment or something like that. I don't enjoy it that much. Um, so I understood that it's like, it's better not to do these kind of works and to focus on the things that I want to do in the future. Because I don't have that much time as well to mix it with like my regular work. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, for that actually, I even had like a sort of photography coach, a psychologist. I had a meeting with her, like to to discuss all these things, how to continue, where to go, because it's like you know you have so many options. Um, 
and it's really hard to focus on the things that really matters to you sometimes. So it Agreed. helped me a lot. She asked me like questions like, where do you see yourself like in one or two years as a photographer? What kind of works do you want to shoot? If, if you could uh, imagine that. So I started thinking about that. And then this is really um, remind me how I like to shoot portraits and lifestyle work as well. And let's say not sort of headshots or things like that. It was not on my mind at all. So, so it helped me to, to focus on the things that I want to do and to, to, make a, to make my work even better, to work all the time on my portfolio. Uh, thank you for saying it. it's great, but you know, it, you can always improve it. <laughs> of course. Um, that so, was what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So these kind of things. So I was like really sitting with myself, thinking what I want to do. So mainly I want to, to move to photography full time, but to make a great photography works, like livestock works with like brands, with clothing company, architecture company, like, I don't know, things like that to, sh to work with, with artists. Um, things like that are interesting me, I think, the most. Um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> You're in that great early time where all these experimentations are, are just going to be just these amazing eye-opening experiences and, and enjoy them that 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 new feeling of uh learning something is, is just amazing uh, with photography um, oh yeah uh it, it's that 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 feeling of skilling up is is good <laughs> um, yeah, and these are great signposts for you. Um, if, um, and, and the other thing I would also take away with is if you're not enjoying a process, uh, you, you know, take note of it. Uh, you kind of do your own version of like an internal diagnostic to, to see, you know, what it is about this particular photography, assignment or or this you know there's the, the way you're doing this particular uh photo session you know kind of adjust uh accordingly you know there's if there's something that you can improve upon with, with kind of your own imagination um kind of instilling yeah. that um to to help you grow as well 100% agree with you. Yeah, I'm usually like doing like a monthly, monthly one-on-one -on -one with myself, <laughs> I would say, and like to, to schedule the things for the next month, what I want to do, what I want to achieve, and also like to make some sort of conclusions about the things that I've done in the previous month. Yeah. And of course, I'm including their, the, the photography work I do. And there I can I really talk to myself and to think like, okay, this photo shoot was great. I like it. I don't like it. What was bad? And uh, if it's something new, do I want to continue to do that? Do I want to try more or not? And things like that. Yeah, I think it's a great suggestion for, for every person and the photographer to, to think about their work, what they like about it, what they don't like. Um, yeah, it's great. 
Right on, man. Well, Michael, it's uh, uh, with our time difference. Um, it's it's quite late over here. It's quite early uh, <laughs> yeah, on yeah. your side of the world. Um, I'll let you start your day while I end mine. <laughs> um, it was a pleasure speaking with you, man. I would love to bring you back on like uh, a year from now just to see uh, where you're at, how much you've grown. And I guarantee uh, this, this is going to be uh, – I can't wait to see what, what's ahead of you for uh, on your road because, like I said – your your portraiture work is a lot of fun. Uh, the just the amount of uh, warm uh, warm affection that you have in in your photos is just amazing, and um, I, I can't wait to see what's uh, ahead of you, man. Uh, tell the world oh, one more time you. where they can find you on the web. Sure, of course. Thank you again, Mark, for kind words. It's means the world for me, really. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's uh, Michael um, underline, right? It's like underscore. A, <laughs> underscore, sorry. Sorry about that. It's, it's 7 a.m., <laughs> you know. <laughs> we started at 6. Uh, so it's Michael underscore Govorko. And also on my website, it's right uh, on these days I'm finishing it up, so... I'm sure it will be ready when you see the link already. It's michaelgovorko.com. Perfect. A pleasure and uh, good luck. And uh, we will chat soon. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hold on for just a second. Let me just stop the recording. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope to see you back next week. I wanted to also mention one more time that this is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And my name is Mark Sadowski. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Mostly Instagram, though. I'm at Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. And you can also check out my other podcast, Xmark. It's a Fujifilm-esque kind of show where it's more spice of life and pretty infrequent. But if you want more of my voice, that's the place to check it out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.